This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, podcast number six. The Sick and Wrong Show. I'm uh, one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm the other host, Lance Wackerly. And uh, yeah, welcome to uh, podcast number six. You know, it's kind of, it's shocking to me that we've already done six of these podcasts. We're cranking them out for the Reach Around well, Foundation, the re- not, not <laughs> the for The Reach Around our, Foundation, yeah. you mean. Right. Well, no, as people know that we, we're we not really under contract, but we entered into agreement with the uh, Reach Around Foundation that we would produce a number of these podcasts. And uh, right now we're uh, number six. So... It- if at any time we piss them off enough with one of the podcasts, they they can cancel the agreement. And we're, I think we're walking a pretty thin line. Well, I'm hoping that we get to a sufficient number that they'll release your firstborn. That would be nice. My firstborn turd Maybe. of last month. I don't know. So how are you doing there, Lance? I'm feeling pretty good tonight. I noticed that um, you're drinking Mickey's. I kind of went for the old school. Mickey's grenades. Right. I, I don't even, I can't even recall the last time I drank Mickey's. It's been, uh, I can't recall my last time either. It's got to be a first for the show. Oh, definitely a first for the show. Where how, how, I feel a little bad straying from the MGD, but, you well, know. What, what costs I more, PBR or Mickey's? I think a Mickey's. It Mickey's? packs more of a punch. It should cost more. It definitely tastes better. So anyways, in the news today, God, there's so much going on. It's just, it was, it was really hard to narrow down two articles to talk about. But one thing I wanted to get off my chest before we, we move into the uh, the competition, the game itself we present our own articles is uh did you see did you read that story or see the video of that french woman who just got the face transplant i've been trying to avert my eyes from it but uh yes i have i've glanced at uh you know the pictures and, and a little bit of the video but it really really disturbs me I, i'm not going to be able to masturbate for like two weeks now well i'm not going to go that far till the short-term memory loss kicks in all right, <laughs> have a couple a more mickey's grenades all right then then it might work I wonder how many people out there have actually jerked off to her face, her visage. There's somebody. I, I guarantee there's some sick fuck out there that's just like got him into girls with like facial transplants. That might actually be a new fetish. <sighs> face transplant porn? I don't know. Well, anyway, she had a press conference today in uh, France. And uh, in the video, you get to see her face, which... I Okay, maybe it's not as bad. I wish they had a before and after shot. Because I would have loved to have seen what it looked like before. I did see it. What did it look like before? You mean before before, before she before the transplant? Before the transplant and before she got her face chewed off? Or yeah. okay, so what did she look like in the beginning? Before the face was a chewed completely off? different person. And then after she got her face chewed off, I didn't see that picture. That's what I want to see. I almost think that picture would be less disturbing to me than than this weird, you know, like sort of animated, half animated corpse face that she has now. Because I've, I've looked at lots of disgusting gore on the internet, and that doesn't seem to bother me. But something about the way her face doesn't really move right—it's like a bizarre, scary mask. It, it just well, really bothers it's me. It's about seventy-five percent of her face. I mean, they, they, oh, it's the, whole, the doctor yeah. gave her new lips, a chin, and a nose. She basically retained her eyes and her hair. That's the only part and of her head that's left. there's a circular scar around it, and the, and the tissue is slightly discolored. You know, it kind of reminded me of Homer Simpson's face. You know how Homer has that, like, <laughs> The five o'clock yellow, shadow? Yeah, the darker yellow five o'clock shadow. But this, no, you, you can even see the circular scar, like, on her face, and it's kind of hanging to the left. Well, maybe you know, maybe that maybe that'll go away after a while. I don't know, but I, I can't stand to look at her right now. Well, my favorite thing that she said was, "I have a face like everyone else now. A door mm-hmm. to the future is opening." 
it's not really like everybody else's. There's there's something odd about it. I I don't know what it is. Um, Dude, a door to the future. What future? <laughs> future of like ugliness. She could work in a wax museum or something. Dude, she's butt in a, a, a haunted I mean, house. She, <laughs> a Halloween decoration. I guess. I mean, she's going to be Rob Zombie movies. Well, she's in her late thirties and. You know, she she's divorced, so she's probably going to want to, like, enter the dating game again. How do you enter the dating game with, like, a fake, you know, a facial transplant face? Like, a face that's hanging off. There's always blind... Well, it's not hanging off, but it's like, you know... It's... <laughs> There's always blind people, but they have that, like, extra sensitive touch, and I can't imagine it feels very all right either. Well, did you hear her voice? Like, did no, you actually... no, no. See, you, I, you know, you I can... would have liked to, but I couldn't find a clip of that, of well, you her can talking. find the videos of her talking. And you, there's also a, uh, on CNN, actually, they have a podcast where you can hear her voice. And she kind of sounds like, I mean, it's heavily slurred, so you can barely understand her. And she's speaking in French, so if you don't know French, you're not going to know what she's saying. But it kind of sounds like this. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> maybe she like could... that. So as, as far as her future goes, maybe she could be in the next... <laughs> maybe she could be in the next Star Wars. Movie, <laughs> yeah, it's like Jabba the Hutt's new chick. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, now when she talks, her lips don't move, so it's kind of like French coming out with you know, just it doesn't sound sexy. How but, did she? How did she lose her face to begin with? I never even heard that. Well, you know, I was about to get to this. So I guess what happens, as everyone knows, the dog chewed her face off, but and it wasn't like a pit bull or a German Shepherd or a Doberman. A dog attacked her. Well, okay, this is what happened. I guess she was wrestling with personal problems at the time. Had had a trying week and uh, took some drugs to forget, quote unquote. So she uh, OD'd on sleeping pills, knocked her out. She said what, uh, when she was passed out, the dog bit her, her lips, her nose, and her chin off. And uh, she did not immediately realize the extent of her disfigurement when she awoke. And this is what she says. This is a quote here. When I woke up, I tried to light a cigarette. And I didn't understand why I couldn't hold it between my lips. That's because you don't have any lips. The lips are in the dog's stomach. <laughs> That's when I saw the pool of blood in the dog next to me. I looked at myself in the mirror, and there, horrified, I couldn't believe what I saw, especially because it didn't hurt. Ever since this day, my life has changed. She's had to smoke just by holding it in her teeth. <laughs> Them. <laughs> no, but you, you wonder about that. It's like, could you imagine? You wake up, you you don't have your bottom portion of your face. You put your cigarette in the hole. It just falls and out. And it just falls out. Got it. You know that would be a shocker. I, I imagine my life would change too. And uh, consequently, the dog was euthanized. So hopefully, it never happens again. What the hell, man? Was I don't the know. dog's fault? I don't know. Uh, you know, it's. She's opened a new door to the future, and so maybe there's going to be like this face transplant porn, but uh, but I'm not sure. But seriously, people out there, if you want to be disgusted, if uh, you, you don't want to have sex for a while, go go check out CNN and uh, download the video of this woman talking. It's it's absolutely vile. Or if you're one of those people who does would like to masturbate to the picture of her, that you could go there too. One of those rotten.com people. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get on with the show here. Um. Yeah, the competition. Of, the, the competition. Uh, real quick, let me rehash the point of Sick and Wrong. Sick and Wrong is America's number one source of antisocial commentary. In recent event, you know, recently I've noticed that we've been getting email from places as far as Amsterdam and Berlin. So maybe we're the world's number one source of antisocial commentary. 
We'll see. You think? We'll see. I got to do some comparisons and eventually, some uh, demographic eventually. studies. But right now we're America's number one source of antisocial commentary. But this show is unique in that it's not just a news program. What it is the competition between me and uh, Lance Wackerly over here. We try to find the most vile, repulsive news item of the week, go head-to-head, present it to each other, and the winner, the person who has the most disgusting article, gets a case of MGD. Maybe we'll do a case of uh, Mickey's this week. Maybe, just to change it up. Just for a little uh, That's yeah. a lot of Mickey's, though, whole case. Yeah, I don't know if I could drink that, but who knows. But anyways, we invite you to vote, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com, and tell us which uh, your pick is of your pick of your favorite article of the week. And also go check out the website, sickandwrong.blaringfoghorn.com. Lance, I believe you're going first this week. I will go first. You found a pretty good article, so... Uh, I like it. Let's go. Let's, let's get the show on the road. So I'm going to start out with a question, uh, Dave. What would you say your favorite Billy Bob Thornton movie is? Well, obviously, it has to be Sling Blade. I like Bad Santa, but I I gotta agree, Sling Blade Dude, is Sling Blade was way better than Bad Santa. I'm just saying, Did I he like play a retard I'm, in Bad Santa. All I'm doing is acknowledging that Bad Santa is a good movie, but I'm saying I agree with you. Sling Blade is the best Billy Bob Thornton movie of all time. One of the best movies of all time. I would argue. I, I can't argue. Bad Santa's a good movie, but Sling Blade is my, definitely my top ten. I found a story here out of Martinez, California. Another and, local. Right. It's a, another local news article. Uh, yeah, Bay Area. Well, Northern California, well, Last week I had one that. from Modesto. This week, Martinez. Martinez. This guy in this article is the real Carl. The real life Carl. What a big six foot five retard that killed his mother. So this is a long article. I'm going to blast through it, but I I hope you can get the Carlness of this guy. I hope it's going to come through, and I, I'm going to try and do my best. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and do my best impression of Carl and Sling Blade the for the quotes. Blade. I call it the Kaiser Blade. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Anyways, uh, Sacramento area man well, Martinez. Not acute, funny, ha ha, funny queer. <laughs> has been accused of fatally stabbing and bludgeoning his sister and her husband in their El Cerrito home. Um, El Cerrito. This this, uh, article's from the San Francisco Chronicle. They actually went to interview this guy. You know how, like, smart people who murder their family won't give interviews because the, you know, (laughs) the lawyer says not to do it? Yeah, I mean, they just... This guy's obviously crazy because he... Talked to the uh, Chronicle for 20 minutes. <laughs> just going off. So this guy lot. just did not care so, uh, whether it's going to harm his case or not. So uh, the first statement is uh, when they interviewed him is he said that he made the world a better place by killing them. <laughs> um, the guy's name is Ed Ed. Ted Wyckoff, 37 years old, uh, originally from Citrus Heights in Sacramento County, California. Uh, he admitted the slangs but said he had no choice uh, other than to kill his sister, uh, Wyckoff, uh, Julie Wyckoff Rogers, 47, no and, choice. and her husband, uh, Paul Rogers, 48. And knew it. So <clears throat> this woman used to be, I guess, uh, on the El Cerrito Planning Commission, so she's kind of an important person. Her husband's an attorney, it says. Uh, but this guy, Ed... I'm going to keep calling him Ed Ted. Were they sinning? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll get into that. Okay. His name's Ed Ted because he like, he like, his nickname is Ted. He likes to call, be called Ted, even though it's really I'm just Ed. I don't know why I couldn't just settle for it. But uh, so 
he said he was upset at how the couple had raised their three children, a 12-year-old girl and boys ages 15 and 17. It doesn't really say what he had a problem with. He had but an he, issue with their parenting, so he hacked them off. I just don't like how they've been doing it. It's just a boy. He shouldn't have done that. But there's more than that. I mean, that maybe he would have just had a discussion with them but instead of just murdering them. But uh, he was also upset that they had aggravated one of their neighbors over a dispute about home repairs. And the other thing was... Uh, his sister had moved their 96-year-old great-aunt into a nursing home. He was pissed about that, too. And then so there's some, just an angry man. Well, there's something an about... angry Ted. There's something they don't really go into it about the uh, the 96-year-old aunt's assets. Like, maybe he, this guy was living off of her goodwill, and now he can't do that anymore. But they don't really get into that. Here's another quote by Ed Ted. Murder is wrong, but what I did was I killed two bad people, and I made the world a better place by doing that. She was truly an evil person, and so was Paul. They destroyed their children's lives. Mm-hmm. So is this guy retarded? <laughs> That's just how I picture okay, him. There's okay. something wrong All with right. the guy. So um, this is abstract <laughs> perception here. We're, we're... Well, he probably doesn't sound like this. He's from Sacramento. Lance is using artistic license. I guess what I achieved is I removed two very evil people from the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I wonder, is this guy like a Bible thumper? No, I just think he's kind of... Well, I think towards the end of the well, article... He's definitely whacked. Towards the end of the article, you'll get a, a, you'll get a better uh, sense of who this okay. guy is. Uh, they, I also, it's also funny that they, uh, they live on... These people got murdered. They live on 1467 Rifle Range Road. That's a good road to be murdered on. <laughs> uh, both victims were stabbed with a large knife and bludgeoned with a wheelbarrow handle. <laughs> <laughs> so you know if you take like the wheelbarrow part, that big long like shaft that goes down to the front wheel, like he took that thing and just bludgeoned the hell out of it. Did he remove that from the wheelbarrow? Or it must did have he been, just he had the wheelbarrow on there. It sounds like he removed it, but you know, be, you'd think stabbing would be enough. It'd be pretty badass if he just took the whole wheelbarrow and like was swinging it through the air. I mean, he, I, mean, I told he must you, right? Have been a big guy. No, I told you, right? He's uh, he's like six foot five and like three hundred pounds. It's, yeah, this so is he's a, a huge, very huge reminiscent dude. of right. Swingblade. Um, he went to the hospital after he did this, um, told them he's all bloody, right? So he told the hospital, <laughs> I fell off my back into some glass. <laughs> and obviously they were like, no, you didn't. You How stupid you retard. Um, so then he still, he gets back to talking to the Chronicle again and, and they ask him like, you know, you were, you were pissed. They were raising their children poorly in your estimation but but you just murdered these kids parents don't you feel a little <laughs> odd about that um how is that going to aid in the parental process here they saw too much let's leave it at that it's going to be very difficult for them to deal with it and go on with their lives did they, did they go into what the parents were doing wrong like no, were, he, were they fucking they just in said, front of the kids he were just, they group <laughs> masturbation sessions like how was that evil i think this guy's just delusional <laughs> Mental, right? So he didn't want. He said he's he's really sorry that they're going to be orphans, and he thought he was going to raise them. So he was going to murder <laughs> their parents and then try and get custody. Um, he thought the falling off the bike into glass was going to be a great alibi, right? And then he was going to get the kids. You know, they were going to give. You know, sorry, your kid, your uh, you know parents were murdered. But here's a guy who probably did it. But he said he fell off his bike into glass. So he's probably let, all right. let him raise you. <laughs> Here's another funny part. So he did this when the kids were in the house. 
He didn't even try and take precautions like get the kids on vacation. They were in the house, but the reason that he thought he was going to get away with it, he disguised himself by wearing a motorcycle helmet and attaching a fake ponytail. <laughs> Dude, these kids are traumatized for life. But, but, in the, but he attached a fake ponytail underneath right. the helmet. But in the process of beating them, <laughs> one of the daughters came in and he he to get a better view of what he was doing, he'd lifted up the visor. So he says that, yeah, I think the daughter did see who I was. <laughs> These kids are just fucked, you know? Dude, these kids are completely fucked now. So, yeah. As if get, they weren't fucked before. Yeah, he says a bunch of other crazy crap. But uh, oh, the, So the last thing, last couple things he says, though, he, he realizes the public won't, will probably not understand what he did. Well, they're not a stand-up sort of guy, the public. He's sort of like, <laughs> I don't know how, he, yeah, he's kind of weird. Yeah, because um, <laughs> the public is... Uh, predominantly sane i guess right. for the most part but they're not like him he's i'm a Maybe take not. i'm a take control take action guy i'm the kind of guy who will stand up and do what's right <laughs> yeah i bludgeon people with a wheelbarrow hander yeah handle. well no so he kind of thinks he's like dirty harry you know he doesn't care about the like police captain who's riding his ass he's just gonna go out there and make the world better you know vigilante justice he's like this superhero with a motorcycle helmet and a fake mullet he still thinks he, he still thinks he's a great guy. He said, and I am inbred man. He doesn't like the stuff he had to do. He's not like that. It's just something he had to do, so he did it. I just, I just don't get it. You know, he's a take action kind of guy. He's not uh, into thinking. He's, he's not into thinking things through. <laughs> he's just, you got to do what's got to get done. Crime of passion. Actually, no, this wouldn't even be a crime of passion. This was definitely premeditated. He knew what he was going to do. He probably planned it out. And put on. I mean, he made the uh, the helmet with the ponytail. They don't say that he has a learning Brilliant dis- disguise. Was they he don't wearing s- a cape? <laughs> I would hope so. Or Tights? A, at least a, at least a one piece jumpsuit. Overalls, right? That would have been good. Yeah. So they don't say the article doesn't say this guy was uh, you know developmentally disabled or any, something. But don't you? I mean, doesn't that just sound like he's got I, problems? I, I don't think a, a sane person would do this. So I, I think he must have had. There must have been some issue there. If you look at the picture of him too, I, oh, let me let me see the picture. He's not just insane. I mean, he's got like the I'm a big like uh, Dude, you know adult like three hundred pot. Well, he's got that like I'm kind of a child expression on his face still. You know, he just I, doesn't I, get it. If you ask me, that guy's retarded. You think they'll give him the chair or whatever I, the needle, whatever they do now? I, you know, are they allowed to con- are they allowed to execute retards in California? Um, yeah, but you know, it can always. But he's be- not going to plead the insanity defense. Well, his lawyers might tell him to do that. I don't even know what he would do. I mean, seriously, the guy is insane. He's plus, insane. You know what? You know what they should have done. Is insane the same thing as retarded? Uh, no, they're two different things. I think different. he's retarded. He, you he, vote for insane. I vote for retarded. He might be. I don't know. But you know what? They should have interviewed the kids. <laughs> what, what about the children? The children, right? God, could you imagine how fucked up those kids? I are? think the quotes would be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw mommy and daddy getting murdered by a guy in a motorcycle helmet with a ponytail. How did that make you feel? I, I wish I would have asked him, like, well, how'd you come up with that disguise, Brainiac? Right. It's the first thing at hand. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, that's pretty foul. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I liked it just for the uh, the whole Carlness, sling-bladedness yeah. of the whole thing. It's, it's a good analogy. It's yeah. a good analogy. Right. Although he wasn't doing it for Jesus, but we don't know. Because remember, Carl was doing it because he did it for them kids. Jesus, he did it for them kids. He did it for the kids, for Anyways, the children. What article you got to head well, up against mine? Well, on the mine. second wrong scale, what I'm going to say for that one, it's 
it's pretty wrong that he murdered, you know, his parents in that violent fashion. Well, and not sister, to mention, sister. Okay, his sister. The, the the you know the uh, the parents of his of those those kids. But also, I think it's kind of sick and wrong that he did it in that that costume and just the whole thing. The wheelbarrow handle. God, I'm gonna have to give that probably an eight. All right. I like I the think sound I'm gonna have of to that. Give that an eight. I like the sound of that. What do you think? I'll give it an eight. And a half, <laughs> an eight point five, just to get the just to get that poker in my rear. Yeah, pretty good with that. Well, uh, let's move on to uh, my article here. This is my rebuttal. This is a, this is my challenge here. My counterpoint to uh, Lance Wackerly. Okay, University of Connecticut, Bukaki. That's what this is about. So this happened at the University of Connecticut. But get this. So this article is fucked up for several reasons. But uh, one is, is what actually happened. So three, this happened in Storrs, Connecticut. Three University of Connecticut students allegedly ejaculated all over a female student while she slept in their dorm room this fall have been uh, charged college days <laughs> good old college days have been charged not with sexual assault but with disorderly conduct and public indecency now isn't that kind of fucked there's got to be an uproar over that oh there is and that's kind of why there this this article is being printed i guess the cases raise concerns about why the state's sex assault status stat, statutes could not be applied and has bought pledges from top law, law enforcement authorities to change the law i guess the prosecutors could not press sexual assault, assault charges against the students because in connecticut the men did not touch the woman and in order for there to be sexual assault, there has to be physical contact. Just their spore touched her? Just the semen. So uh, it's demeaning and extremely embarrassing, but, and every bit is violating as a sexual assault, but under, you know, legally in Connecticut, it's just not sexual assault. And was she passed out in their dorm room? I mean, isn't there some sort of like a breaking and entering or anything? Or Well, let me tell you what happened here. So there are three students. That that uh, committed this 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 crime here. Uh, two of the students, Jared Skaversky, twenty years old, of Brooklyn, Massachusetts, and Martin Piscitano, nineteen, of Somers, uh, Massachusetts or Somers, Connecticut, are uh, seeking accelerated rehabilitation. The third student is um, still in pretrial negotiations. His name is Zach Brohinsky. They've and been so, the two other guys have been convicted already. You're saying? Well, they've been charged, and the other guy is uh, in pretrial negotiations, so he hasn't been charged yet. But uh, Brohinsky is the son of University Relations Director Scott Brohinsky. So maybe, <laughs> I know, isn't that great when like uh, one of the uh, yeah, administrator's awesome. children does something like this? Well, plus he's with University Relations. He's the guy who tries to get people that come to that school, you know, and, well, and just what... make the town feel like the school is a good thing to have there. You know? <laughs> well, what's funny is maybe his son, Zach, here, thought that he was helping, uh, you know, the female student adjust to university life. Because, you know, this isn't going to be the first time in her life that she's going to be covered in semen. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking <laughs> her just in. just like, this is college, and this is what happens here. But um, I guess the, uh, the university would not um, comment on what disciplinary action was taken against the students, but it did say um, that they are no longer students at the University of Connecticut. I hope so. So let me tell you what happened. This happened in the early morning hours of September 24th, uh, 2005, in uh, Skaversky's. Jared Skaversky's dorm room. 
in uh, Watson Hall. I guess he met the female student at a frat party. Uh, the two began kissing, and uh, he brought her back to his, to his dorm. They're making out, heavy-duty making out, heavy petting session. And then the woman stopped, deciding she didn't like it. She uh, claimed that she decided to sleep in his room because it was late, and she didn't feel safe walking home alone. So she fell asleep on the futon in the room, and Skaversky fell asleep on his bed. Both had been drinking heavily, but uh, said at the time that they passed out, they weren't drunk. So this kid didn't even get any. He he passed out. She passed out. Right. Passed on the futon. He passed on his bed. He's pissed off, probably. He was probably ticked off. Blue ball. Does that to a guy. Yeah. Short while later, Brohinski, his roommate, came into the room with his friend, Piscatano. They tried to wake the woman so Piscatano could sleep on the futon, but she would not get up, which is kind of funny. That's pretty funny in and of itself. Isn't that kind of funny? They're just like, you know what? Get up. Get up, lady. Come on. You got to go. Walk home. I want the futon. (laughs) These guys are a bunch of dicks. (laughs) Just assholes. So this is my favorite part of the story. So then the three men, they woke up his buddy who has passed out. They all decided to watch a porno, a porn video on the computer. And then decided to take turns ejaculating all over the woman's face and body while she slept. The woman said that when she woke up a few hours later, she felt something on her and thought that she had drooled on herself. <laughs> so, so, but let me, but you know what's so weird about this? So in college, how many times did you do this? You know, with a couple of your friends, guy friends, go back to the room and just be like, hey, dude, let's all watch porno and jack off together. Well, even without without the girl in the room, zero. Without the girl in the room. Never. But even with the girl in the room, with three of your buddies? Double never. And yeah, <laughs> it's a double negative. And seriously, I've never done any. I've never even, that never even occurred to me. You've never, you've never even got to the first level of this uh, you I know, activity. I back to my dorm room. That, I get, okay, the second. What's the level where you have but the guy? But they let I, me what's jack the, off on their face. They let me. They encouraged me to do it. What's the they level? It. What's the level of this activity where you end up in a room with three guys and you're all watching porno and jacking off together? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just better roommates than I was with my roommates. It, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> that I, implies this is something that you would enjoy. <laughs> you just never found the right people. <laughs> but still, it's just kind of weird. I mean, maybe this goes on... You know, it's a normal occurrence at the University of Connecticut. So, I guess after Brohinsky and Piscatano left the room that morning, the woman asked Skaversky what was on her face. He said he didn't know, according to an affidavit. The woman then returned to her dorm room, washed her face, but was quite concerned about the mysterious substance, as would be expected. So she walked through the hallway with it on her face still? Yeah, that's what's weird. She went all the way home and then washed it off. The next day, Skaversky sent an instant message to the woman stating, among other things, that, quote-unquote, we were all really drunk that night, and uh, we accidentally ejaculated on you. Whoops. (laughs) And you know what's kind of funny? It's like, that's just an instant message you don't want to get. Could you imagine, like, checking your phone? It's just like your buddies are just like, dude, I'm sorry. We were really drunk last night, and we jerked off on your face. I never want to get. Sorry I never about want. That. I never want to get that text message again. I yeah, I, I don't get it. So apparently, um, Skaversky and his buddies were all kind of freaked out, thinking that uh, you know we just told her that we jacked off on her, and I think she might end up going to the police. So Piscatano, who's definitely the brains of the operation here, <laughs> typed a story that they all planned on memorizing and repeating to the police in case the woman called the police. He, Brahinsky, 
um, then emailed the made-up story to the woman, hoping she'd buy the buy their their ruse here and not call the police. And you know what I was thinking about this. What could this story possibly be? Oh, it doesn't say what the story no. is? No. Oh, they they so don't disa- tell you I'm the made-up so disappointed. story. But I mean, I wonder, I, I wish they would have printed this story. I'm sure it was completely ridiculous and just wouldn't ever have worked because they've already uh, demonstrated their inability to make good judgment. <laughs> well, they already explained to her that they were really drunk and ejaculated on her. So somehow they had to come up with some story you know, fabricate some story that somehow justifies this. So, I mean, what, what would they say? It's like, oh, I'm sorry, we're all drunk, and we we jerked off together. Some got in my mouth and in my nose, and I sneezed, and it, it came out of, you know, in the sneeze <laughs> Maybe, and landed yeah. on you. Or, no, it, it wasn't ejaculate at all. It was milk. We were drinking milk. It was it curdled. It you. was a little bit curdled and thick. <laughs> or maybe this is this is one thing I think they probably ended up using. You know that pet monkey that we have in the room? No, we, I don't. We're jacking it off. What it, monkey are you talking about? It was monkey cum. <laughs> <laughs> it was monkey cum. You were covered in monkey cum. I don't know. You know, I, I question as to, I would love to get that. Would you love to get that email of the story? Yes, I would love to see what well, what, please, what crazy, uh, completely plausible story they came up with that they all memorized. <laughs> it's it's probably a doozy. Well, the police didn't buy it, and uh, nor did she. So she went to the police uh, end of September and uh, pressed charges. The uh, police who made the arrest said they initially believed the case to be qualified as a sexual assault, but after consulting prosecutors, they realized that it did not apply because of the nature of the uh, sexual contact. It doesn't fit the definition of sexual assault, unfortunately, in Connecticut. Otherwise, they uh, definitely would have been charged. I guess there would have had to be some kind of contact between the intimate parts of the body. Semen is not defined as an intimate part. Well, then what the hell is it? If semen's not intimate, what is it? There will be a law on the books in Connecticut by the end of the year. Well, you know, I was wondering, what about in California? If you jacked off on a sleeping girl, if you, like, walked on the muni and threw your cum on someone's face, would that be sexual assault? It it has to be. It has to be. I mean, if anyone out there knows California law, send me an email and just uh, just elaborate on this. You know, let us know, because... I just, it's unbelievable to me. It's unfathomable that in Connecticut you can jerk off on a chick or jerk off on anybody and not be charged with sexual assault. So, what, and can you refresh my memory? What was the actual charge? In, it was mi- uh, misbehavior or something? It was drunk and disorderly conduct and public indecency. Disorderly <laughs> conduct and public indecency. But, you know, I was wondering what if they, like, you know, threw a, a piece of shit on her face or, like, covered her shit in face? Or her face, face and shit. shit. <laughs> Cover their confu- shit with You're her confusing face. this with the uh, intro story we did. <laughs> I'm confusing this with the Shiza porn that I was watching previously. But no, you know, I was wondering, what if they, like, pissed on her? Would that be sexual assault? I don't think so. But shouldn't that be? Yeah. If they, these three guys stood around and peed on her. That's not disorderly conduct. I mean, I guess it is disorderly. But it's also assault or, you know... Sort of. I mean, I guess it's. I, I guess you're implying that shit is sexual. No, you're implying that. Well, you just said it was going to be assault. Assault, not sexual assault. So you don't think shit is sexual? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you know, it's funny that uh, you would take the side of the victims here, Lance. Or not the victims, the perpetrators. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny that you would take the side of the perpetrators because I was thinking, I was reading this article, and I was thinking... Well, Lance at one time in his life had been uh, accused of jacking off on a female sweater. Oh, Remember we, that? Do we have time to get into that story? <laughs> I, I don't even want to get into the whole story. Oh, yeah, but, but now, now we're just... 
that's that's that is a foul. That is a podcast foul. Because now for the rest of the week, everybody's going to think I go around jerking off on people's well, things. Let me and... uh, let me give you the quick summation here of the story. What happened is Lance had this roommate. She found her favorite sweater with a calm on it and a rose. Uh, we also and... live with another guy. <laughs> There's another guy that okay. So there are two male roommates. I neglected to mention that. Whoops. But anyways, uh, she confronted both of them. But she actually accused you of doing it. And then it was proved that the the other guy was having a relationship, whether it was a spurned lover, and he jacked off in her sweater. But what I'm saying is, so do you, do you like side with the perpetrators here? That you feel that they did not commit sexual assault? No, completely the opposite. <laughs> because I was, Lance I was reformed his ways. <laughs> because I was tangled up in one of these stories where I was. If it's as if I was these guys. It happens to the best of us, Lance. <laughs> maybe this is what. Maybe this is what the. So this is what happened with the guy that I live with and the girl. Maybe this. You know the story that we're trying to figure out what they made up. Maybe their made-up story was, hey, no, it was the guy next door. He came over and jerked off on your face. That's like what happened to me. I was the guy next door. Oh, you know, maybe that's what they said, that it wasn't even us. I was the guy next door who had but nothing the- to do with it, who was accused <laughs> of it just by, you know, being in the vicinity. God, and that would have been funny. But, I would like to clear my name right now. Yeah, you, you didn't do it. I was just bringing it up because it was similar. But no, I, I guess... They couldn't have said, though, it was the guy next door because they already admitted to the woman that they ejaculated on her. And were right, really but this is, this is what they were going to tell the cops. The co- yeah. They were going to tell the cops something completely different and, and they say... May, they, maybe they wanted her to corroborate their story or, or something. Or they were just going to say, she's full of shit, she was drunk, she didn't know what, what <laughs> was going on. She's actually full of semen. <laughs> well, covered in. <laughs> so anyways, um, let me just move on here in conclusion. Uh, one of the state's attorney, Elizabeth Leeming, said that this type of crime has come up repeatedly in recent months in Connecticut with suspects ejaculating onto victims. So, in short, don't go to Connecticut because there's all these people committing copycat crimes and sperming on you. There's just sperm flying all over Connecticut. Sperm just flying in Connecticut. The the college kids in Connecticut are watching entirely too much porn. I, I don't think fertile women should go to Connecticut because you might leave the state pregnant. Right. It's flying all over the place. Flying semen. It, or, it's scary. Or wear, you know, like a female condom or something. But I guess the travesty here is that uh, that it's not sexual assault and they're just being charged with disorderly conduct and public indecency. And I guarantee those three dudes are just like, yeah. Don't you think they're just like, we're stoked, dude. We just got out of like, we just totally scored. Let me say one more thing. No, they're not. And you this don't is think so? a, this is a specific thing to the e- northeast uh, east coast. Did you notice when they mentioned their names, they also mentioned the town? N- newspapers all over the That's I, true. I noticed that this when true. I lived in Massachusetts, newspapers in New England are all about when somebody does something bad, they put your name in the paper, they put your city so people can find you, and if it's a local paper, they'll even put your address. So they're all going to be like, "Hey, there's there's the jack off guys." The media, the media in New England is all about fomenting witch hunts. <laughs> it's great. Well, it's kind of the same with. I mean, they definitely did more than point the finger here. So but, they're probably happy that on their record, there's only disorderly conduct. But this article has been read by everybody in their hometown, everybody in the state. They're going to go to a their get, parents. It's the, the you know, university relations director. Yeah, it's the classic thing people tell you to scare you. You know, they're going to go to a job interview, and somebody's going to be like, "Hmm, what's his name? Sikorsky or something?" Six, and you know, they're going to recognize the name. Like, aren't you the guy who jerked off on that girl's face with your friends in the dorm room? Get out of my office. You don't get the job. And I don't think I don't. You know, I kind of question whether these three guys are going to be able to score again. <laughs> maybe maybe they will eventually. 
in like a porno movie. Maybe the French woman with the Bukake. fake. Maybe the French woman with the fake face Bukake. is hard out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, but you know, in closing, I some one one last thing about this article. Had this guy been a bus driver, do you think he would have been charged with sexual assault and not three college students? I don't understand the reference. No, let's say he was some forty-five-year-old middle-aged bus driver oh, guy, right? Just and a, not like a, a college student, just a schlub. And he, you know, was with this girl, went to her dorm room, and jerked off on her. Yeah, I think it would have been worse. I think these guys are getting special treatment, and because plus the guy's yeah, dad is like, and the, the guy's dad's a big wig in the thing. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's a travesty. This country. What do you give it? Well, anyways, um, I'm gonna give it. Like, just because, you know, the girl woke up covered in semen and there's three guys watching a porno movie, I think I'm going to have to give it a six. I, I just don't think it, it... Really? It, I don't think it rates as high as your article because there's no murder. See, I was going to rate... Because I gave you mine an 8.5, I was going to give this a nine because I think it's more disgusting. You think this is more disturbing than your article? Well... Dude, there are... A, he murdered... Right, but a, it happens a, all the time. He murdered parents right in front of the children in a motorcycle helmet with a ponytail. In the general sense of society, my article is, you know, a worse transgression. But as far as a very strange thing you don't hear every day, I think your article beats mine. You might have to deliver it next. Po- we're almost out of time, so next yeah. maybe next podcast we'll say what we what the decision we came to, or if people email in, we'll say who the winner of this week's is. I don't think we. So, I think it's a draw. It's a draw. It's up in the air right now as to who I gets liked your the article case better. Of you liked my article better. Yeah, personally, I did like your article better. So, anyways, vote. You vote. We're going to open this up to the listening. We're audience. deadlocked. Sick and wrong podcast at hotmail dot com. Give me the case of beer because I rule. Thanks, right. D Simon, for all, all your help yeah. today. Okay, you know I, I, I like to I like to be there for you. You know I'm a good friend. All right. But anyways, um, once again, I just wanted to uh, promote the uh, you know the website and and the email address because we've been getting a lot of email. A lot of people have been asking questions. The next podcast, I'm definitely going to address some of these questions. I know we've been getting some questions about the the guy who fuck who died by fucking the horse or the horse fucking him. That's a very popular uh, item. We, we we keep getting questions about that. I think people are into the horse fucking. Right. We should so, also mention uh, that people can find uh, us on uh, iTunes now in their little uh, podcast yeah. directory. If you just uh, search for Sick and Wrong, you'll find us on iTunes. Uh, you know, you can put it on your little fucking iPod that everybody seems to have. You can subscribe. And you can subscribe. You can hear us every week. Right. Anyways. Well, anyways, until um, next week, we'll be back with Podcast 7. Assalamu alaikum. Agubadabadibi. Good night. Good night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.